Little Demon is an animated comedy on FXX that premiered Thursday night with two 20-minute episodes. The show follows the Antichrist, a 13-year-old named Christina, as she struggles with adolescence, fights with her parents, and tries to handle her newfound abilities. It stars Lucy DeVito, Danny DeVito, and Aubrey Plaza. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss a different series every show. It's August 27th, and you're listening to today's episode. So the Antichrist. Yeah. So you know what my biggest problem with this show was that the premise is that you have this mom being shown in the first scene and she's holding up Thor's hammer in the middle of the woods. It's dark and stormy. Is it actually supposed to be Thor's hammer? She's very pregnant. It just looks like Thor's hammer. It has all these symbols, probably like demon killing symbols. And she's looking at her belly because like there's this baby about to be punching out of it (laughs) or something. And she's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to kill this thing, right? It's the Antichrist. She knows that she slept with the devil. She yeah, knows right. that things are going bad. And it's Aubrey Plaza, right? That's the mom. I don't know this at that point because oh, okay, she's yeah. barely talking. The thing spits out of her, right? <laughs> As opposed to just bursting out. So she's not dead, which okay. was what I thought maybe at first she was just going to explode or something. But instead, it comes out of the baby like normal. She sees that it's a girl and says, it's a girl. And then she picks it up and then suddenly decides to keep it. So you're telling me that if it was a boy, she just would have murdered it. So the only reason she didn't murder it was because it was a girl. That seems a little, I don't know, sexist? (laughs) (laughs) Well, initially, I think the actual uh, premise for the show was supposed to be that a mom, like, had a uh, possessed womb or something like that. And then they were like, okay, well, how about they actually have a kid? And then they were like, well, actually, in the the more and more that they changed it, they were like, let's just make it a 13-year-old girl because they wanted to talk about puberty and how puberty was Yeah, after that first scene, they jumped 13 years in the future and we see Christina or Chrissy going to a new school and learning things about herself that she never knew. Uh, it is funny though because that when the credits roll around this yeah. time we see Danny DeVito as Satan. So that would be my first pro because like all the other ones are just the names but it says as Satan which is yeah. it's a well, good introduction I, what, for what, him. What happened with that was the fact that Lucy DeVito who plays Chrissy and also uh, his daughter yeah his daughter okay. and also Lucy's brother Jake is he's a producer for the show. They were like they were like, okay, let's just actually ask Dad and Danny DeVito if he's going to do it. And Danny DeVito got the call and was like, absolutely. I think he really, One of the really best wanted parts to work of the show with his kids. Is Danny DeVito doing the voices? And also, Aubrey Plaza does do a, a good voice. The, there's a lot of growing pains in this show. I'm not going to try to pretend that there's not. Um, I would say if I was just to rank the first episode, it would not be a very high wow. rating. The second episode was a little bit better and hence kind of evens things out in my mind. But the show really has trouble finding its footing. Uh, Christina's character in the first episode is just pretty unlikable. She is a jerk to her mom. Uh, she They lean into the moody teen stereotype mm. a lot. There's no nuance. Um, she murders a couple of bullies she uh, while having people? her first period. Yeah, she just gets angry with them because they're bullying the person she likes. And then she spends the rest of the episode rolling her eyes because her mom and dad are kind of getting back together. Or not, not in that way. Her mom is trying to stop her from contacting the devil basically or or kind of making friends with him because as soon as she murders someone 
he knows where she is. And he's like, we got to take you to the metaphysical realm. We have to show you all these like demons and hell creatures. And why not take over the universe with me? You know, that type of stuff. And then the mom shows up and she's fighting him. And there's a lot that happens in the first episode. And then the quality of the jokes, is just a lot more quantity than quality. Yeah, it seemed like they were trying to go for kind of the adult swim type of humor. At least that's what I got from the promo. It was more big mouth because of the sex humor. There was just so much stuff about periods and like in, in South park with the crassness of it and archer same way but but those all utilize juvenile humor in a better way i think yeah. than this one does it kind of just stumbles with it it's trying to it's just throwing out things it feels forced like it was more interested in in sensing you mm-hmm. in sensing people and making than making them laugh the creators uh darcy fowler seth kirshner kieran vala they've all known each other for like 15 years and known lucy devito for a long time as well it seemed like they were actually interested in making parts of this show just horror though like did you ever get that sense because whenever they were talking about it, they were like yeah we're huge horror buffs they um they based it off of like spirited away castlevania and paranorman that, that was like influences that they said they used like mythic mythology to come up with the monsters and it seemed like they really did want to kind of make it scary. so the animation for the most part isn't exceptional when okay. it comes down to just uh the, the, our main characters the the mom the dad the, the dad being the devil but like he's in a dad bod the entire time yeah. and the, and um uh, christina for the most part is just a regular girl um when it comes to the hell creatures though they look pretty cool like they look like something that you would see maybe in a mix of disenchantment futurama like they put a little creativity in them but the thing i didn't like is that they kill a few of them in the first episode and they seem like the other hell creatures seem sad about that but then they're right back there in the second episode so the hell creatures can't really die okay so i was i was i thought maybe we would just get a chance to see more and more of them but no they're going to stick to the main three or four that they've had also there's a bartender who's kind of like looks like a snake um, and then there's Irwin. Irwin uh, is a really tiny demon who the mom keeps, I guess, and has like control of. And at first I thought he was just a voice and he was really funny as just a voice. When they introduced him as the really tiny demon, though, he became less funny, but he's still a pro on Is he books. supposed to be like the character from Disenchantment, the Eric Andre character? No, that's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is 100% Lucy because he is just trying to make friends and trying to lure Christina into the dark side, but he also loves her and he wants to take care of her. Yeah. So he, and when he's voicing really small animals, which he does when he leaves the metaphysical world for the most part, he, he voices a chicken, a dead chicken (laughs) and also a centipede. He also teaches her how to um, possess people. But like when he's doing that, he's kind of the same size as Lucy. So he's, he's definitely that Eric Andre. Yeah. They wanted to make the devil a Mr. Rogers type. That's what they said. They got influence from also, they wanted to go for like a Sarah Connor kind of Terminator vibe for the mom. I thought the mom was really cool in the first episode. She was the best part of it to start with, but then her character got a bit much. Was she just Aubrey Plaza though? Because they no. they they ca- they ca- they did her character knowing that they were going to get Aubrey Plaza for the role. She's a good mix with it. Like she, her voice works well with it. In fact, I thought when I first saw her name that she was going to be Christina, mm-hmm. and so it was surprising when I heard her come out of the mom's voice. I guess she's just reached that age where she's now playing the mom's character, which makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool because she's like an expert in how to destroy all demons and stuff, and she never really beats her. She killed herself several times just to get to the metaphysical world and then her best friend is this neighbor named um darlene who is is just this sarcastic lady but like she just ignores her for most of the time 
basically the mom for for all in all purposes is a good character it is kind of annoying how uh christina just co- constantly ignores her oh, until okay. the second episode the second episode i should talk about a yeah bit. yeah it's called possession obsession because the devil is teaching christina how to go into bodies like little kids <laughs> bodies scare their parents uh, scare the priest, you know, like mm-hmm. do that type of thing. So Chrissy gets excited and she starts using that ability to like uh, scare people, but also make jokes and like really juvenile humor, right? She goes to school, but her mom kind of gives her a lecture about it. And she's like, if you keep doing that, you're just going to uh, turn more and more evil, yeah. you know, until like you lose yourself. And then she's like, screw that. But then she goes to the school and she's kind of convinced by the person she likes who is voiced by Eugene Cordero, uh, Ben again. He kind of looks like a Bob's Burgers character. They have a plethora of cameos, I think, showing up in the next, I believe it's going to be eight episodes. He's like a main character. He was in the first yeah, he's episode, a, Yeah, too. he's a recurring character. Yeah, so he kind of convinces her to use her possession for good. So she starts doing, this is the most interesting part of the show so far, is that she starts jumping in and out of bodies, trying to help them when in the middle of arguments and stuff by, like, trying to calm down things, trying to be the mediator. Like, she yeah. jumps into a kid who's having an argument with the lunch lady, about her how bad her food is and he apologizes and then he goes to the lunch she jumps into the lunch lady and she gets over it and by the end of the commotion has caused such a scene that they're telling each other that they're like mother and son or something like that it's really it's really strange but it's funny and she then leaves the school and starts going around town trying to fix things and and really make a difference until by the end of the episode she's caused such sort of a clusterfuck of things to happen that like the whole town realizes that like something is taking control of them but they're under the assumption that it's a conspiracy from the government and so like they're going after this politician and she like gets so nervous that she um she bursts out of one person and goes into a bunch of people splitting her soul too much and that's where the mom and uh, the devil have to sort of team up to convince her to merge back as one and then like never possess anyone again you know okay danny devito still wants her to possess people but obviously the mom doesn't uh and then the other storyline that was going on is that there was like a competitor to the devil who showed up who really wasn't that much competition to danny devito's character if it was just him versus uh osmodius but because osmodius is able to take over chrissy's body while she's jumping over around people in town he almost gets her to like unlock the key reminded me a little bit of um hellboy where he's always necessary in order to like the antichrist is just known to be the one who lets open the door to hell you know so that's what she he was going to use her for um so yeah possession obsession was a better episode and for that because i see the trajectory of where the show's going because i can give in an excuse that it was really working hard on that pilot that's where it was stumbling Mm -hmm. um i'm going to say that the show is a six. Oh it wow so passes. passes. Wow okay. generous review i did not think that you were going to say i'm going to give it a pass even though it has the stupidest humor sometimes and they overuse the jokes like pee pee poo poo it's very like it wants to be an adult comedy but at the same time it wants to be for like kids yeah one of my questions was who is this for it seems I, like the i think it's going to have trouble finding an audience mm-hmm. so even though i'm saying it passes i don't know if it's going to get another season there are just a lot of shows like this when i was saying it tries to incense people too like that's not a new thing thing to do in 2022 it's not that entertaining when you watch people talk about um like all these social issues yeah that's not special you're not special for doing that and also they do overuse terms like gaslit slay slaps jelly you know like <laughs> yeah cringy terms um and because nothing really matters none of these characters are actually gonna die 
Was there was there a bathroom scene in the first episode? Because I heard that's that... the ba- that's the one where she kills the bullies. Yeah, because so... I heard that that was the hardest part for them to animate, apparently. And they uh, also uh, said... well, I'll describe it to you. So she meets Bennigan at school mm-hmm. right after insulting her mom several times, and she falls in love with Bennigan almost instantly because they both like they're both nerds. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into the bathroom because she realizes she just had her first period, and that's when these two random stereotypical bullies come in with a knife and decide that they're going to kill Bennigan. Um, right in front of her not she doesn't they don't know that she's in there but then they hear the blood from her pants drip into the toilet and they say that wasn't a normal drip and then she like bursts through the door possessed and she causes the bullies to implode from the inside out and then a portal to like open up above her and burst through the school so that the whole town starts to like an apocalypse. And that's when the mom comes in and she's like, we got to get you out of here because your, your dad's going to come. And she's like, I thought you said my dad was dead or something like that. Yeah. And she was like, he's just not alive. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But see, that's why it was just going too fast right out the gate. And also like the humor, if you weren't on board with it, was a little bit much. Yeah. So that's why if I wasn't forced to watch both episodes, I probably would have given up on it way earlier. The second episode did feel like it had a better beginning, middle, end, and that I was more okay with like the moral compass that it used <laughs> to guide itself. This The first episode was, again, just a lot. They've been, yeah, they've been working on this show for about four years, and every single thing they did was remote, like at home. I know Danny DeVito was even talking about how they were doing, like, line ratings. It was just over Zoom. You know what Danny DeVito did yesterday, though? He was on Twitter as the show was airing, making comments about it. And so if you didn't know about the show, it was very odd. <laughs> at the end of it, though, he did say, like, I'm not crazy. I was doing this for my show. Yeah, I mean, Darcy yeah. Fowler and Seth Kirshner, they have, they're actually better known for acting acting they both appear in things like louis deadbeat and new timers they really worked on the show called stop the bleeding and i know that all three of them including was that kieran also Vala, about like periods no i don't think so i oh. but i think it was just like a sketch comedy but also kieran vala they've been working on like live action pilots for a long time uh, kieran vala has worked on things like disturbia so that could possibly be like another like type of horror thing that they were basing it off of disturbia was pg-13 wasn't it yeah Okay, but and this then is MA, so. and they got Dan Harmon also. I, I'm sure you saw his this name. This seem a little bit like a Dan Harmon thing, but again, they're going to need to fix the jokes. Like with Brick and Morty, there's some laugh out loud moments, you mm-hmm. know. In this, there's a couple chuckle moments in the second episode, but other than that, it's it really yeah, it could use some work from yeah. that perspective. I know that they got the director Jen, Janet Marino King. She's worked on things like Space Jam, Futurama, The Simpsons, and Disenchantment. And when Danny DeVito was asked if they were going to get anyone from It's Always Sunny to be in this season, he said not yet, but I think he's going to be working on it because it seems like that's going to be... I, I really do think that the cameos are like the selling point of the show. When I just saw the list that they have on Wikipedia. Well, that's interesting because we're doing Danny DeVito's show here. And the next uh, show we're doing is a Rob McElhenney show in the, and also Hulu. But the comparison I had were Sabrina, Disenchantment, Big Mouth, South Park, and Bob's Burgers. Okay. So all of those are cartoons except for the Sabrina one, which uh, Sabrina also has like powers that she's trying to uh, understand and get through high school with and causes yeah. a bunch of mistakes to happen. It's been fluctuating on IMDb like crazy. It only has like 20 reviews, but as an 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, Variety gave it the series a mixed review saying the show makes bold choices on a number of fronts, but saying the Satan and Chrissy story is a little hit or miss. Hollywood Reporter said Little Demon has everything it needs to be a winner. It just has to find its own path of joining them all together. And RogerEbert.com said the con 
concept, the cast, and the visual ingenuity here meant that Little Demon could easily find its footing in future episodes, but that was also kind of a mixed review as well. It's like the only Ron on Ron Tomatoes as well, so. Hmm. It's just really hard for a cartoon nowadays to separate itself. Yeah. So I get why it was trying to be so busy, but at the same time, it does end up borrowing and doing a lot of cliches, so... It's just, I'm, I'm kind of a mixed favor right now. Decider talked about how there are so many animated shows that center around the devil and just like comedies and they always turn out very campy. Can you name them? Uh, well, I have a game here okay. and uh, the, and all these would be animated series, but they're not all true. This is true or false. I have four scenarios here. I want to guess if you can. Are these animated series that have come out yet? Yeah, animated series that have come out. Yeah. Okay, so I should be aware of them. Yeah. All right. Okay, so the first one is... The Devil May Care, starring Alec Tudyk. The Devil hires a social media coordinator to rebrand hell. Okay, Alan Tudyk? Mm-hmm. Does seem like he would play an evil character like that in Doom Patrol. Um, but the name of the show? The Devil May Care. I just haven't heard of it. So I'll have to say... I mean, it seems true, but I'll say false because I don't... I've never heard of it. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I think yeah, it's on TBS. Okay. Yeah. So then we also have Poor Devil... This is the second one. Typical 18-year-old who happens to be the Antichrist is sent by father to cause disaster. That's the name is Poor Devil? Poor Devil, yeah. And no other information than that? Yeah. It seems so similar to this show because it's, it's she's 13, he's 18, and it's just that they're sending him. It seems like a very simple plot, too. I'll go false again. It's true. Gosh. I think okay. it's I think it's a Spanish animated show. Oh, okay. But, yeah. All right. And it's clearly not on like Netflix or anything. I don't think so. Mm. Okay. So now you have this is the third one. God, the devil, and Phil. God has made a bet with the devil. From the devil's choosing, he can choose one human, and if that one human cannot prove that humanity is decent, he will destroy the world. That just seems like the good place. False. <laughs> That was false, but it's actually God, God, the devil, and Bob. I guess changed the name. Oh, <laughs> so, but the, the, so the summary is the yes, same? Yes, the summary is true. All right. And then we have Lucy, the daughter of the devil. Lucy is the 20-year-old daughter of Satan in this dark comedy. I mean, we already used Lucy as the name of uh, Eric Andre's character in Disenchantment. I guess I'm going for the quadruple false so false that was true <laughs> all of the ones that you said were basically true yeah and just changed the name from what it's just that yeah i haven't heard of any of these shows lucy and the daughter of the devil i would be surprised because it was like an adult swim show that ran from 2005 to 2007 didn't i ask if it was modern or did i just say are they have they been aired yet like these oh, actually okay. come out yeah i guess so i definitely lose that game <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, there are a lot of shows out there that concentrate around the devil. And they all went more than one season? I think so, yeah. I'm not sure about Poor Devil. But so that I... gives this show more of a shot. And one thing I didn't mention about this show is that there are other bad guys other than just Danny DeVito's character and his, like, crew of, or gang. There's, like, this group of devil hunting creatures that are out to kill Chrissy. Yeah, I think that... And it's led by one dude who is famous. I just didn't recognize who it was. Yeah, the one dude who's famous is Michael Shannon. That makes sense. He kind of gets his ass whooped in the first episode. (laughs) I know that Shadow Machine, who worked on Tuca and Birdie and Bojack Horseman, also worked on this show as well, the animation for it. Mm -hmm. But when I was looking at the promo for it, I couldn't really tell. Like, it seemed like it was different. I've always thought Tuca and Birdie were more like Bojack animation. (laughs) So it's not... It's not BoJack animation, but it is what you're familiar with if you see if you see the show. Anyways, 
Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.